0: On 97.5, 1280, the zone, and the zone sports network. It is time for your Utah preview show. Final game of the year for Utah, unless they decide to go to a bowl game. We'll talk more about that. Uh, but they wrap things up against Oregon State coming up on Saturday morning. Frank Dolce is with us. Frank, my friend, how are you? I'm fantastic. Well, good. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, uh, the shakedown is awesome this week. I love where you decided to go, and this is an Incredible shake. It's what do you got there? What's your digs? Uh, moose track. Oh, okay. yeah. He went with the moose track.
1: Caramel
2: swirl. Yeah. Caramel filled
0: chocolate. Got a, got a little uh, peanut butter cups in there too. Yeah, it I, has all the stuff.
2: I got the butterfinger. What are you eating, Frank?
1: I went with the traditional Oreo. The classic. Which is, Oreo. Yeah, classic. Can't really go wrong with Oreo.
2: A lot of no. times, Frank will throw the uh, coffee flavor in with. Coffee
1: the
0: Oreo is horrible. By far, the best shake ever that, created. The the, the one, one at the. <laughs> What, 31 Flavors or whatever that place is? Yeah, yes. 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 They do a fantastic. What, they didn't have the candy coffee. cane flavor? Coffee Oreo. <laughs> this yeah, is an elf, Lloyd. The traditional. Well, <laughs> last, he's mentioning last week you brought the candy cane or whatever that one was.
2: What was that? It was a candy cane. something? Did anybody eat it? Peach candy. Oh, candy. <laughs> we forced Johnny. Johnny was forced into eating.
1: Forced no, into somebody eating. Took it. Me, Johnny liked it, too, I think. Yeah. Johnny yeah. is fantastic. Do you know, by the way, the guy we're standing next to? Eclipses whatever life experience oh, we yeah. think we have. Johnny's
0: this, Johnny's this guy. Johnny's
1: seen some things. Collectively, yeah. seen and done some things that, yeah, wow, um, he's amazing.
2: By the way, Scotty Eagle Mountain couldn't handle Frank; they wouldn't know what to do with him out that way. We'll get him up to
1: Bountiful. Come on up to Bountiful. Come on to Bountiful. He was so welcoming when he said that. Here, here's what I was curious about: if if Kyle Whittingham was going to have a shake what
0: flavor shake is kyle whittingham
2: well, you're asking what kind of shake would he would he order? it would
0: be a very yeah. not 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 a exotic flavor i no, mean I'm it would like be basic van- vanilla malt I, I think like i think oreo shake just yep. standard oreo would be as far as he would go. yeah it he's
1: would- not mixing up a bunch of flavors nope, nope. he's he might just be Vanilla, Uh,
2: yeah, but oh man, that's that's (laughs) a reference.
0: I see the path you took to get there, and I'm impressed by that. I I will tell you, it took a while to get there, but I I see what you did.
2: I will tell you this: no matter what shake it is, he's going to want it mostly melted so he can drink it in two seconds and get back to whatever he's doing. He he doesn't
1: waste much time. No, No. very efficient. He doesn't waste much time. I was I was uh, I met him this summer. We were going to get together this summer and. Um, He set a time to meet him, and I literally was 90 seconds late, and he was (laughs) staring at his watch, like legitimately upset that I was... I was like late, and I was. I just said, "That's how Mediterranean people roll,
0: Coach Witt." We're just ninety I remember, seconds. Later. I remember doing like the when we're. I did the pre half and post for a year, and pregame, I'm like, "Frank gonna get here?" And Frank would always show up, but like the intro would be playing, and I don't know how he do it. He would time it out and throw on the headset, and we'd be going roll. But it was Let's there was no, no, there was no dilly dallying. I mean, it was. I'm walking in the door right when that intro is playing. Yes, well. Exciting, exciting matchup
2: this weekend. Well, uh, th- th- let me tell you. Let know, me ask you this: I feel the same way. Well, the first, the first mention of it. What was your f- your first gut response? Was what Utah Washington State?
1: Uh-huh. Like, uh, like it's another opportunity for for Utah to play a game. It's not like there's nothing on the table. They're not really playing for anything. It just felt like another opportunity for Utah to get in a game. This. This year, and I was just looking across Washington State's Washington State schedule. So they go Oregon State, Week One, win, loss at Oregon, Week Two, cancel, cancel, loss at USC, cancel. Last week, Cal. So now they're going to play their fourth game, fourth game of the year. How do you? I mean, how do you manage that? I have no idea. As a football team, at least Utah got their cancellations out early, and now they've had a little bit of a run of of these four games in a row. They're going to get their fifth game in a row, but Washington State is just back and forth. It's 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 ridiculous, and I keep I keep looking back over the the way that uh, the Pac-12 has managed this. Yeah, and I just I still scratch my head. Like it's it is as poorly managed and scheduled as. Anything that I've ever seen. And you can't say that there isn't evidence, plenty of evidence that demonstrates that you could have a full kind full ish football season. Yeah. Without putting the kids at significant risk. I just the evidence is out there that you can you can do that.
0: Well, it all started by Larry Scott and the conference waiting for the Big Ten to yes. make their decision. Right. And then waiting for the Big Ten to decide to come back to play before they came back to play. So you're already behind the eight ball. I don't know if you read the story about Colorado. Their equipment truck is parked in St. George, kind of in between a bunch of schools because they are still not quite sure who they're going to play. And so they say, well, go to St. George and just park it there, and then we'll let you know where you're going from there. I mean, it's sometimes crisis brings out, like, you can be a bad manager, and when things are good, you you can get through it. Because there's not a lot of hiccups. But when there's a crisis, it really shows who can manage and who can't mm-hmm. manage. And right now we're seeing Larry Scott cannot manage a major Division One conference. He can't. And he, and frankly, you and, look, you and I, we don't call for jobs hmm. for coaches very often. But the Pac-12 needs to make a move out there commissioner. You've got to have better leadership than this.
2: And the pandemic has shown.
0: Yeah, they're, they're strictly reactionary.
2: They're strictly, not proactive.
1: That's exactly right. There's been no, there's been no leadership, a complete yeah. lack of leadership in, in the Pac-12. And, and so it's, it's, in lots of ways, disappointing. I hate to, to, to see the kids have to, to go through this. I mean, last week, Cal had one, one test, one positive test. And then they contact trace everybody else. So yeah. there's, not, it, there's not any other positive tests. They're just contact tracing. And the contact tracing puts them under the scholarship limit, and they walk off the field two hours before kickoff? Yeah. That, I just, it, it is. It, it's a scratch-your-head kind of moment. I would, I, I the, the Pac-12 needs to make changes. And unfortunately, I think what people are going to say is it was a, it's a, crisis it's a strange year nobody knew how to manage it appropriately
2: and larry scott gets a pass well i'm excited i i'm excited to see the the kind of the finish the way the college football season finishes i've really enjoyed the college football season but with that said i'm ready to put a bow on the pac-12 season no, oh, just put a yeah. bow on it yeah and, wrap, and move forward i've enjoy, like i'm enjoying up. college football but with the pac-12 it's like let's wrap it up yeah. We'll get into 2021. Yeah. Try to have fun with this conference again. But you you're right the management has been bad. What what did you think of uh, Utah's signing day yesterday?
1: I thought it was good. Pretty heavy on the defensive side. uh, uh defensive front looked like front 7. I think they only they only signed one defensive back, a safety, right? They also signed an athlete. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to end up in the defensive <laughs> defense backfield. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, they got the they got the you know quarterback. I, I thought that in another running back. Uh, I thought the signing day was good, like pretty solid. Have you for, seen for Castelli Utah.
2: much? The quarterback.
1: I've watched a little bit. I've watched a little bit of film, uh, which is, you know, way back in the day when when you were recruited, when I was recruited, and people would say, well, they, there wasn't really film. I mean, we didn't have film. That very, very little. Very, and very if they did, it was grainy. And yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. And now you can jump on, he has that huddle, highlights. The huddle, huddle. does a really good yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. So that's a guy that is, I mean, he just, it looks like he has all of the, I'm very hesitant, by the way, about any of these guys. It looks like he has all of the tools. Like he's athletic, he's a track star off the football field, good arm strength. It's, it looks like he makes good decisions. Uh, he can make a play with his legs. I mean, it, it looks like he has all of the tools. Good size. Uh, it just, it's just really, you just never know there's been lots of guys that have come through the university of utah and elsewhere and uh and we have seen we've said the same things this is a guy he's going to be a star and you you know you go under the lights on a saturday evening and and it just never pans out is it just upstairs do you think i think a lot of it, i mean that to me that's the that's the ryan leaf thing yeah is a guy that that uh could do everything in college. It's just a, the different, different, just enough of a difference in the game that you could manage everything in college and get away with great arm strength and some really good uh, assets around you. And then, and then when you're leaned on a little bit more at the pro level, it exposes yeah. any little weakness. That's the biggest thing about the NFL. I think it is just if you have a weakness, you'll get exposed pretty. Pretty early on, and especially if you don't have it above the shoulder pads.
2: I'm excited to see Andy Ludwig now in his second year back as a coordinator, a full year, and having an opportunity to jump into recruiting and identify the talent he wants. I was talking to Scotty about this. You know, you look at the couple of guys that Andy Ludwig's worked with, look at what he did with Tyler Huntley, and then look what he did with Brian Johnson. And those are kind of our only opportunity to see Andy Ludwig working with a quarterback. I'm, I'm not going to put the current quarterback situation on Andy, mm-hmm. but this draft class or sorry, this recruiting class and who they bring in to play quarterback, and how Andy works with these guys and what they become. I am putting that on Andy. You know, this is Costelli's Andy. Uh, any transfers that come in are Andy, and I want to see him work with these quarterbacks. I know Utah fans are jilted over all this, you know, watching the Tuttle kid come and go. And he was a big time recruit. But I, what I would say is just hold off and let Andy Ludwig work with a recruit that he's brought in from the very jump and Mm -hmm. see, because Brian Johnson turned out really good. Tyler Huntley turned out really good. Yeah. and, wasn't the best before Andy Ludwig got there. So I am very much willing to say, I get it. I know what the stigma is, but just relax and let's see what Andy does with Costelli or whatever quarterbacks might come into this program. Yeah.
1: Even with this very small sample size of four games with Jake Bentley, I would make the argument that Bentley has evolved as a quarterback under his short tenure with Andy Ludwig. And if you look back from week one to week two to week three to week four, especially the second half, I think you could say that he took, he kind of took steps forward all along the way. And maybe the the, the, the really telling moment is halftime against Colorado when, according yeah. to Coach Whittingham, Andy Ludwig had a chat with Bentley about his role and responsibility with the football team and that kind of turned things around in that second half. I'll be very interest, interested to see how Bentley plays this weekend.
0: Don't take this as a criticism, but usually you're really hard on quarterbacks. Yes. And it seems like you're not quite as hard on Bentley. Be- and, and it maybe is it because you see something there that that you think can be productive down the line? I, I think that Bentley is a guy that has all the tools, okay,
1: yeah, I think Bentley is a guy that that has all of the tools, and uh, there to me there 's a real sense of like uh, he he has the mentality of I want to improve yeah. I want to get better i un- I realize that i 've made some mistakes and i can I can fix that he's, he doesn 't blame anybody he's just he takes it on his shoulders and and moves forward. So, I, I, I mean, I think there's something likable about, about Bentley. Do I think he's a superstar? I don't necessarily think he's a superstar. But I think he has the tool set to be really successful and to, and to help this football team be really successful.
2: I think that there are three guys on this football team that need to go and check out their NFL grades. We'll talk about those three. Mm. I, I want to get your thoughts because depending on what those grades come back, I think we may or we may not see them depending on what grades come back. That's a tease, folks. So That's we'll go what through. we call a
0: tease. It's up next right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. If your website is trash, it sucks, and you need it to get better, uh, or you just need one to begin with, Scotty's going to help make it happen for you. How are you, man?
3: Uh, I'm good. I'm good. We will definitely make it happen. Santa Claus is in the house, and we're going to hook you up, okay? Santa Claus, does he charge people 20 bucks, 30 bucks? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Santa Claus is free. I visited <laughs> his place up at the North Pole. It's free. It's free
2: 99. When he leaves it under your tree, he doesn't leave an invoice. No, no, he sure doesn't. Okay, so you are giving people, again, you are offering the free website rebuilds. And I want people, I, everybody out there, is capable of having
3: and operating a website. Everybody Absolutely. needs
2: something, some type yeah. of
3: service. They they do, Hans. And we have a great story. I mean, three and a half years ago, uh, a few of us got together and said, "Let's create a software for small to mid-sized business owners." that can create a website, much like a Wix or a WordPress, create a CRM, customer relationship management software, much like a Salesforce, create marketing automation, constant contact MailChimp. All of the business owners out there have all of these different tools and they're paying way too much money for it. Wait, wait, wait. And so we've created it all into one application that we host here. And we're offering today free website rebuilds uh, to anyone that will call in and and we'll build that for you. And you get access to all of those tools that I just discussed.
2: 844-523-2777. So anybody that's driving around out there, just think about what you hate about your website. Yeah. Think about it. Everybody, there's some type of sticking point, something that's too expensive or yeah. something doesn't have the function you need. You need a scheduler or yeah. you need payroll or this software can do that, all that for
3: you. Absolutely. And really where we hear the most is how long does it take to make a change on your current website? And if it's longer than, you know, an hour and it's a pretty minor change, it should take you about less than five minutes That's what our architect can do for you. It's drag and drop builder. They can make
2: their own changes Uh, once once you've built it.
3: Absolutely. We'll build it for you, and then it's super easy to to maintain. You can create new pages, landing pages, um, and that website can grow with your business. So as you get more business on and you have more uh, attractive things that you want to sell, um, we can put those on that website to help you out.
2: Over 4,000 businesses and, and people using Elite Works right now. You can get it for free yeah. on that free build, 844 523 2777. If you're just struggling with a website, if you need a new website, call them 844 523 2777.
0: Make that phone call right now. Let's go. This is 975 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
2: <laughs> Number one.
1: in the Zone Sports Network.
0: here on 975 1280 the zone it's your U preview show frank dolce hanging out with us and um you know we were just talking during the break there were some interesting comments made by Kyle Whittingham when it was asked about the bowl game and said you know if the you know if you win you're going to be bowl eligible i mean even if they lose i think they're still bowl eligible cuz there's really no um no such thing as bowl eligibility this year you could be 0 and 5 and if somebody wants you to go you're still going to go <laughs> yeah. so Kyle was asked about it, and he said, well, we're going to leave it up to our players. Um, and did not make an emphatic yes at all. Didn't say no. He said, we're going to let our players decide, and if they want to play and we get invited, then we'll go. But Britton Covey was asked the same th- – well, not asked about a bowl game, but just asked what the season was like. And he said, look, it's a grind. You know, Not knowing if we're going to play, getting all ready to play, and then giving a, the uh, having it cut out from underneath us, it's been a grind. He said that – talked about Boston College. They were one of the first schools to decline a bowl invitation. He said, I totally understand why they would. Uh, We wanted to play, and we're glad we played, but we're ready for this to be over.
2: They won't. I don't think they will take a bowl game. I just don't. I cannot see Utah accepting a bowl invite. Especially when you think about what these Pac-12 players went through, even during Thanksgiving. I, I mean, I know that all of us have these grand ideas of these college kids running wild, but the, the truth is they, they really are trying to follow the guidelines that Kyle has put out there for them. They respect Kyle. They want to follow those guidelines. So it's a little bit more difficult when you respect your coach and really want to do these things the right way. They, they've already spent Thanksgiving alone. You know, they've already quarantined, and they've, they've missed family time, and there's no way that they're going to accept a bowl as players to go play through Christmas, be quarantined through Christmas, Possibly be quarantined all the way up to close to New Year's. But they're not going to accept the bowl. I just can't see it. Frank, can you? I'm so disappointed
1: that that is the mentality. Like we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago uh, when when Utah State opted out of their. Last opportunity to play. And that's what it is. Like, it's an opportunity to play. At some point in your life, you step, you are forced to step away from the game, and then you realize, I would give anything to go back and play one more game. I would go anything, I would give anything to have the opportunity to go out and practice on a football field
0: for three hours one afternoon.
2: I that's, don't know. I don't know if they have that full perspective. I of don't. How much that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, you're, Is that
0: you're talking about that as a 38 year old dude looking back on the seas on your career? Yes. But as a 19, 20 year old, you have a different. Perspective. So in the yeah, yeah, and and so I don't know. I'm not gonna.
1: I'm not going to say that I understand it. Um, and it's hard to put myself back in that 18, 19 year old mindset. I just know from my own experience that if I could go back and play one more game, I would do just about anything to do that. Yeah, because I, I, you just I, I don't, they, they
2: are, don't appreciate
1: it. They are incredible.
2: I've told Scotty, I didn't like my – there was two – I played in three bowl games. Two of them I didn't like. The Motor City and Liberty Bowl were just – it was fun to be at the guys, but, you know, the gifts were garbage. It, it, they didn't – it wasn't – we, we had, my first bowl was the Cotton Bowl, and it set this – unbelievable red carpet standard and the other balls. It was like, man, I'd rather be with the family. As far as stepping on the game or on the field and playing the game, the game was amazing and you want to be in those games, but I don't think, yeah, I think that these players nowadays are looking at this and I'm sure that this has been a grind for them Mm -hmm. out of the norm in every situation. And I do think that they have tried to show restraint I've I've talked to enough people that I believe that at the University of Utah, these players have showed a really good amount of restraint in keeping themselves in their rooms, trying to avoid large gatherings, trying to be a representative of the program. Do you really want to bring COVID back and have to tell Kyle that you had a positive test? I don't. I wouldn't. I'd be the same way with Kalani, and I'd be the same way up at Utah State with Frank Miley before he was gone. So – I just think that these guys have been run ragged, and I can't see them voting yes on what would be a fairly insignificant bowl game, with them actually having the introspect to look at it and say, "Oh, we're going to miss this game someday."
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, yeah. I just think they're looking at this and thinking, "We need to get home to family."
1: It has been a difficult. It has been a difficult year, and I think we've seen that not not just with collegiate football, but I think that we've seen that with this age group in particular as you look across the some of the struggle. So I, I'm not discounting that or dismissing any of that. Um, but I also, I don't know, that, I mean, I just feel like there's, uh, there's a lack of perspective and that's not anybody's fault. It's just um, once you get away from him, once you get away from it, and you don't have the opportunity to do again, it, it's much more, it feels much more significant.
0: Let's talk a little bit. I, I, I got to ask you, though. It's, it's recruiting day was yesterday. What was recruiting day like in uh, the Dolce house? And, uh, you know, how, what what led you to selecting Utah as your, yes. your choice?
1: Well, I had seven hats.
0: Yes. Ready to go.
1: You're we on ESPN. ESPN, the Ocho was there. <laughs> <laughs> We, there was there was nothing like that nothing like that at all i i had a few recruiting trips i came up to the university of utah coach mac was new head coach spent the weekend at the university park hotel uh we went skiing that was the funniest thing is that on our on our, our recruiting trip they took us up to go skiing
0: and then when you signed they went then, then they go. signed they said you're not allowed to go skiing anymore you yeah. No more skiing. It's almost like if uh, you wreck your ACL on your recruiting trip, at least nobody else will get you. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> so it was just, you know, it was just the uh, – this was the place that felt like that's where I should go, and that was it. No no fanfare. Um, And that was – yeah, that's about how it went.
0: Are you almost jealous based on what no, the kids I, get No, I hate
1: the way it happens now. Really? I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. The, the nonsense, the commercialization of it, I think it's – I think it's ridiculous. And the social media, social media, by the way, is, ugh. it's,
2: I don't know it's if toxic. you could even, it's toxic. Yeah.
0: It is toxic. So blessed to receive another offer from, blah oh like, my gosh, are you kidding yeah. me? It's,
2: you know, it's terrible. It's become a necessary.
0: Yeah. You almost have to do it now. Well, I'm in the mm. middle of
2: it with kids and mm. that's the pressure that's put on you.
0: Because you want other people to know who offered you. Got it. Got it. Because the more offers you line up and they're like, well, oh, crap. Boise State just offered. I guess we have to Uh, offer now. That's why
2: I backed up yesterday, Scotty. I mean, I really backed up because I'm with Frank. I want to put the press on it and say, all of you just shut your mouth and sign your stupid letters and go out there and play. And then if you play good, then we could talk about you. You can get on ESPN. But up to that point, just shut your mouth. But the point was, these kids are pressed into ESPN. You probably called Jackson Dart's family and said, hey, you know, you're one of the top quarterback recruits and – we would like to put cameras in your house. I Now, to the kids out there that are calling ESPN and being like, hey, I know you're interested in this. Come to my house. That's lame. But I, as a kid, how do you turn that down and tell ESPN you, no, don't come to my house? I think these kids get pushed into a lot of aspects that even they and their families don't want. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to think, if I ever have an instance where I've got a big-time recruit, okay, well, how do you handle that? If the newspapers and the radios and people want to call and talk to your kid, but you just want your kid to keep their mouth shut because they're nothing until they play it down.
1: I, I want to see, I would love to see the numbers of, you know, all of these four-star ESPN heroes that signed letters and went somewhere, and then I would like to see the outcome you know, where their careers went. It's like what you said earlier, Hans, this thing, this idea of a social media influencer and these people making millions of dollars as influencers on social media. It's so, it's so like, it's, I I don't
2: understand it. But it sure is tangible. But it's,
1: yeah, well, is it real? Is that
2: real? It's real, man. That. There, there are millions of people making money as as influencers. Absolutely.
3: Oh. Yeah, but what?
2: Yeah. So,
1: so that's the thing. Is what did you? What would? What is the list of accomplishments
0: to it's, lead you to being an influencer? Well, it's it's like the uh, just, who are the um, the Kardashians. Kardashians. They're famous for being famous. Yep. It doesn't. You know, you're not quite sure how they got there, but they're there.
2: Same sex, with the Paul. Same with the Logan Paul guys that I've had to learn about since they jumped into the fighting world. <laughs> they're just, you know, they've... who's the female who wants to fight him now? Did you uh, see that? Well, Nunez. Yeah, it wasn't her that came out and wanted to fight him. It was uh, Dana White was being pressed to put Paul against McGregor, and Dana said, "No, I'll just put Nunez on him." Oh and she beat him oh yes she would not in a cage in a fight yeah not boxing just a cage in a fight
0: i don't think he'll i don't think you will not box
2: i swear to you she would beat him really
0: yes would she beat you Yes. (laughs)
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> okay. Have you watched that <laughs>
2: Maneduia's fight?
1: <laughs> Sorry, that was a big detour onto social media. You started it with the recruiting stuff. So
0: I just wanted to know the Frank Dolce
1: it, recruiting story. In, That's anyway, all. yeah, it was pretty simple. Like big Manila your, envelopes. Here's your little filled with hundred
0: dollar bills. Letter of
1: intent, and <laughs> I never got that either. I was back in the day when when uh, it, you know people were were. Uh, running around and talking about getting cars and gifts, and that was the era of SMU and the
0: scandal. Oh, yeah. The death penalty. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get any of that. Hans and Scotty here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. You're going to hear from uh, Kyle Whittingham coming up at 105 as we continue on your Ute Preview Show. And what do we know about Washington State? We'll continue to break it down for you here on The Zone Sports Network. Let's go! The Big Show. It's a big deal! With Gordon Monson and Jake Scott.
1: Former Ute Christian Cox. What's up, Christian? Happy signing day.
2: I saw lots of high-star recruits come into Utah, even when we were in the Mountain West. It just came and gone. There is a difference in speed when we're getting four- and five-star guys. But I do know there is something to be said that half of the pro bowlers in the NFL are undrafted free agents, and a lot of guys who climb the ranks in the NCAA are three-star recruits, two-star recruits. You still want want to look at where you stack nationally, and it has an impact, but my opinion is slightly different because I saw lots of highly rated kids come in and then leave because they couldn't hack it.
1: The Big Show, weekdays from 2 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
0: Hansen Scotty here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. We'll get a recap of signing day with Kyle Whittingham coming up here in about 10 minutes. As we are live here at Elite Works, uh, we'll talk more about that here in a second. But I wanted to give—I wanted to get some thoughts because good chance this might be the last game of the year for Utah, um, and there's got some players that obviously are going to have some decisions to make. Obviously, it's a young team, but they do have some outstanding players, hands, yeah, that could be facing a dilemma as to whether or not they come back or make a jump into the NFL.
2: Yeah, who are some of the guys that you would think, like, that you would identify?
0: Well, Keithy may not have the numbers, but I think he's got the body and the ability to make the jump. And I think once they get him in terms of a combine or a pro day, I think his stock will rise. Devin Lloyd's a a no-brainer. So those are the two that really jump into my mind.
2: Okay. I think that Brian Thompson needs to take a look and see what scouts think of him. I know um, I know people feel like Brian Thompson is underutilized. I know that I have probably been the most vocal. Frank, you've been extremely vocal. The fact is there hasn't been a, a quarterback there that can really push to the outside, that feels comfortable pushing to Brian Thompson. Brian Thompson is an NFL talent. I actually think he's a fourth round or higher graded wide receiver. I think that Keithy is a fourth round or third round talent. I think that Devin Lloyd is a third to second round talent. I don't know if any of these guys are first round talent. I would, um, I would guess and I would suggest to these guys to go check your draft grades and go take a look at this. But I would also suggest to them with the right quarterback and with the right team, all three of them, could be second or better round picks, all three of them. So my suggestion to them would be go get those grades. If they don't come back as a, you know, low in first or top in second, get your butt back here, develop a little bit more, and go get that big payday because I do think that they are all capable of that level draft.
1: Keithy seems like he's he's the bargain of this Utah uh NFL potential uh kind of class. I I think that I he, he's just been underutilized in his in his time here so far. Uh, m- maybe that would change a year from now, but he, he if he can get on an NFL roster and I think he can, then I think he's he has everything to be a, a really, really effective and productive player in the NFL. He's by far the one that I think is like like he's the he's a bargain right
2: now. He could be I, a, he could be a beautiful addition. You're, and, I, I yeah, totally agree. And
1: Thompson, a great offensive addition. Thompson feels the same way. Just we just don't have enough of a sample size on him. So if he goes. He has all of the talent in the world, and it's just going. It's going to be the same thing. See, Someone's just going to have to find him, and then he'll he'll be able to go and make make a difference.
2: I picture Brian Thompson on the field with Zach Wilson. It is a much different story than Brian Thompson on the field with Jake Bentley. Zach Wilson can press those backside throws. He can he can press the over the top throws. He can he can hit all those outside routes. And so what I do is I visualize Brian, br- visualize Brian Thompson having an Aaron Rodgers throw to him. Or I visualize Brian Thompson having a Mahomes throw to him. It's a completely different set for Brian Thompson. Mm-hmm. He's got sticky fingers and he's got every bit the speed and cutting and routability as some of your top picks on the draft. But you're right. He doesn't have the film. So he'll go in and he'll test well, but... I don't think he's going to get that second. I don't even think he'll get the third round. Huh. The the third round grade.
1: Not not at this point. Yeah. Not at this point. Not at this point. But next but year. But he's a second round talent.
2: With the right quarterback that can hit a route, he could. Keithy, I
1: think all those guys are second, third round talent. Yeah, I I'd lean more toward the second round. And then and then Devin Lloyd is, in terms of just athleticism. Yeah, you don't need skill, any film on him. No, that's a guy that. He he, I think he's a he's just a natural. He's the he's the guy that
2: he's I'll, the one I'm most worried that won't be back next year.
1: Yeah, and and there's plenty of film, there's plenty of film on him. Yeah, and but he's played well this year. But you got
0: to say the same. He shouldn't come back though. I mean, should he? I mean, I look at him the same way I look at Zach Wilson. And, I mean, Zach obviously is going to be. First round, maybe even top half of first round. But if you can get a second-round grade on De- to Devin go. Lloyd, he needs to go.
2: <laughs> even if it's a third round, he needs to you go. Think? I, do, I don't know if he will, but he needs to. So I'm looking
1: across the depth chart for Utah for this week. It's a little disconcerting. I don't know if something's happening we, that we don't know about or if the depth chart just hasn't been updated appro- <laughs> appropriately. Yeah, But uh, Jordan Wilmore... And Devin Brumfield are listed as the two deep at the running back position. Those guys both entered the transfer portal this
0: that's, this week. By the way, that's one thing when and you know in hands you'll when you do these bowl games too, you'll realize this like, you know you you haven't seen a team and you're trying to prepare for a team and so you open up their notes and you get their two deeps and you you put them down in your spotting boards and then you never ever see the player out on the field. You're like. What? What? What's going on? Coaches will issue that in the middle of July, and then the SID will be like, do you need to change it? Nope. Just it's good. Sense. It's good. So, yeah. So, and apparently
1: Orlando Umana is starting at center this week.
2: I am actually hopeful that Orlando is going to be back. I, I believe he will. Hey, um, there are some guys that I do look at for the 2021 season. And I say they're going to be back. Britton Covey, I think I look at him and say he's going to be back. Um, a guy like Maxis Tulipai. I look at Maxis and I'm thinking, I think he's going to be back. Um, there are guys I look at, um, Mika Tafua. I look at him and I think to myself, that guy can make more money coming back.
1: Well, if those guys came back, even even if you lost Devin Lloyd, that, that's a pretty good group.
2: It's a really that's good, a group. good group. I, I back. guess what I'm trying to, I do think Nick Ford's probably gone. My, my feel is Nick Ford is just done with the college world and yes. game. And even if he's a seventh-round pick, I'm just going to go. He's gone.
1: I don't think there's, an, I think there's very little chance that Nick Ford stays.
2: Other than that, I think Amana and the, the, the rest of that offensive line, Simi and all those guys are, are probably back. Compass has really come along a long ways. Mm-hmm. So I guess, Scotty, the point that I'm trying to get to here is if you could find a quarterback – A legitimate quarterback. And if Brian Thompson doesn't get the grade, I'm I'm still hopeful he comes back. I still think Brian Thompson's going to be back. That'd be great. I've got a feeling that a lot of this offensive talent's going to be Obviously, Ty Jordan's going to be back. Yeah. So if you find the right quarterback that can distribute, Frank, I think this is a really special team next year. I think this Utah team could be a really special team next year. It could be.
1: It could be. And for the young guys on the defensive secondary, I think this even this four or five-game experience is going to be really significant yeah. for those guys. And and so if you look across that team, maybe you just lose one offensive lineman that's a starter. Maybe you just lose one guy up front. Maybe you just lose one guy on the defensive side. And but, if that's the
2: case... By the way, I'm saying that that's the most likely scenario in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree.
2: That's the most likely scenario. And that does leave you with a very, very good team. You just got to find the quarterback that can push to the outside. Mm -hmm.
0: Hans and Scotty here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Scotty's hanging out with us once again from Elite Works. If your website stinks. That means your business probably stinks. That probably means you, as a person, probably stink. Jeez. <laughs> well, you can fix it. Colley works.
3: We sell deodorant and showering go. supplies there, and we're gonna we're coming to the rescue gonna clean you up. Yeah, I mean, uh,
2: that stank off. You you haven't changed your mind yet, right? We're still doing the free hey. We free are
3: still every single one of my guys is on the phone right now talking to clients, people, individuals uh, that need a new website. We have plenty of room for you, uh, but you do need to call today to get this free website rebuilt.
2: 844-523-2777. Write the number down or, or put it in your phone. If you've got website issues, if you have a website and it's not being used or you have a business and you need a website or... It almost feels like Scotty, nowadays, even influencers, you know, we're talking about influencers. Yeah. And I think it's something that Elite Works is starting to really focus on. Yeah. People that are trying to build uh, a, an influencing brand. Yep. Elite Works can build those websites and do it for a more affordable price.
3: Oh, easily. Uh, anything that you're trying to do in the online marketplace, whether you're trying to be an affiliate with Amazon, whether you're trying to. Uh, be an influencer and sell product for companies, uh, or if you have your own business, uh, we've built an amazing platform from scratch here in Lehigh, Utah. No contracts. We have great support here. Um, anybody that has ever contacted us or come in has never canceled yet. That's incredible, and that's pretty insane. Is this to our say. fifth month? I think so. Fifth yeah. month,
2: and we have not had a cancellation. No, no. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's incredible. I love it, too, because it's right here in Lehigh, yeah. Utah.
3: Yeah, I mean, you're going local, and we all love the idea of, one, to to buy local, to support the individuals and companies that are, are local around here. And here's an opportunity to do that, but we're giving you a great opportunity, right? It's a free website. A free website build is, or a website build is around five dollars to $10,000. Uh, a website rebuild would be, at least $5,000, and we're going to do that free. We have uh, website designers all over uh, in Utah County, and um, we have them build it. You call in today. We could have your your website rebuilt in, in in the next 10 days.
2: 844-523-2777. That's the number to call. So when they call, like if I were to call right now, yeah. is, is just somebody –
3: I get an actual person. Answer. Absolutely. You're going to get an actual person right here in Lehigh that's going to talk you through the website rebuild and uh, what what your requirements are, what website do you want it to kind of look like. Uh, we'll build that for you. And you're not charged until you're satisfied with that website. Until the site is built? Correct.
2: For And you're talking about the monthly charge? Absolutely. So you get the free rebuild. Yep. And your site will be built, and then you won't even get the monthly until then.
3: Yep. It, it, wow. And it's as low as, come on, $25 a month. That's as cheap as it gets, right, with all those uh, functionality.
2: 844-523-2777. Come on, guys. Call up and take care of yeah. this. If you got
3: a headache of a website,
2: call. Yeah. Stop dealing with it. or Make it better. Yep. 844-523.
3: I mean, get down here. Hans is going to give away... Uh, 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 you know, shirtless hugs here in a minute, so. and a bite
2: of my Philly blue cheese. It's thing. true. There's it's only true. a bite left. What do you got, Frank?
3: Well, I was going to call in,
1: and then I heard about the hugs, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then you came down,
1: <laughs> and then I immediately drove down. Here. <laughs> <then I> immediately- <laughs> I'm like, I'll be there in 15 minutes. <laughs> oh no! I'm. I've already spoken with. Yep with our guy scott and i'm going i'm coming down here i'm going to get it oh that's are awesome. you really oh yeah yeah, yeah because i My heavens! You were talking about. I'm curious
0: about the Frank Dolce website.
1: I have some. Is it a monthly subscription? I have (laughs)
3: OnlyFans.
1: I have some. You know, I have some tapes that might be a little off color, and like it worked for Kim Kardashian. (laughs) I love Frank.
2: Do you work in that world? I
3: love it, Frank. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We will help you do. We'll help you become the next superstar.
1: Oh man, I'm in. (laughs) I love it. We're we're talking absolutely. Build
2: Frank into the Utah
3: influence. Living La Vita Dolce, baby. <laughs> That's what we're
2: doing. That's what we're doing here. Eight eight four four five two three two seven seven seven. Call. Let's get this taken care of.
0: This is ninety seven 1280 the zone.